It's time for the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. In the next half hour, you will be inspired with words of encouragement and you'll be motivated by experts in the respective field who have been where you're trying to go on the Faith Connection Show. But first, here's an inspirational word. This is Bawana Miller Cannon with your word of the day. Life is a horrible teacher. She gives you the test before she teaches you the lesson. Mistakes are inevitable, but they're also lessons learned. You're not your failures. You're not your mistakes. Never allow your past to set a roadblock to your future. You can't drive an automobile from point A to point B looking in the rearview mirror, so why would you go through life focusing on what's behind you? Allow your mistakes to catapult you into the next level of life. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, but rejoice because God is a God of a second chance. You tried your way. It didn't work, no. You put him second. And put you first. You trusted friends, thought they had your back. And every time you turn around, it seems you're under attack. But turn to your neighbor and say, See, the devil is alive. No, I'm not gonna die. It's okay to cry, cause he's by your side. You gotta stop that hating. I know you don't wanna hear it. Gotta fast and pray and listen to the spirit. Cause he's speaking to your heart right now. Just listen to the spirit. Oh, hold up. Your bills are due And all the people you helped Did not want to help you I talked to my mother She said, I talked to my pastor You would just tell your neighbor, tell them for me. See, the devil is a liar. No, you're not gonna die. It's okay to cry, cause he's by your side. You gotta stop that hating. I know you don't wanna hear it. Gotta fast and pray and listen to the spirit, y'all. He's speaking to your heart right now. Just listen to the spirit, oh. I was in my own way, but I'm here to tell you without a space of a major failure. So if you got problems, know that you can't fix it. Just give it to Jesus. How can I get a witness and tell him, say, that the devil is a liar. You got to listen to the spirit. Whoa, God is. Yes, he is. He's trying to get your attention right now. 
you got your own plan, but God's got a better one. Oh, Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show. And here's Dr. Miller with his special guest. Welcome. This is Dr. David Miller, the host of the Faith Connection Radio Show. We're glad you tuned in to us today. We have with us today Belinda Mazik, who is the founder and president of the Big Super Ten Ministry, which we're going to talk to her today about the fact that she's getting ready to launch the second part of their annual ministry each year. It's called the Big Super Ten Event. Belinda, it's great having you on the show today. Thank you. My pleasure. We want to talk to you about the Big Ten City at Large Christmas that you're getting ready to have. And by the way, the name of her ministry is Big Super Ten. And she is the founder and CEO of this ministry. It's a nonprofit, and Belinda's going to tell us a lot about it. And we're going to ask her some questions so that our listeners today uh, will know about this program and perhaps support it. And so, Belinda, tell us a little bit about yourself, because I want our listeners, you know, we've been interviewing so many people here of recent that have just started up grassroots ministries and are doing great things in the community, and you're one of those people. Yes, it's a pleasure to be here today, and just want to say hello, everybody out there. The Big Super 10 event is a city-at-large outreach resource and I started from my home uh, in my garage just with a few friends and family and it just got bigger every year bigger bigger and bigger and one of my brands is cooking so to inherit that feeding families um, <laughs> feeding families like my grandmother did so from my garage I love to cook so I would be cooking all these meals I can really cook you started out in your garage cooking meals how did you come up with this name Big Super 10 the Big Super 10 uh, there's a mister in the name because I believe my, one of my faith is that God is number one Mm-hmm. And I believe that he should be part of our lives every single day. So I wanted to put God in there. And so the one in the 10 means that God is number one. And the zero means besides him, there is no other. So a zero by itself is nothing. <laughs> That's unique. Listen, you do this program in July every year. And tell us what you do in July. And then we'll talk about the December program that's coming up. July is the summer part of the Big Super 10 event. And in the summertime, there are outdoors events with tents and tables and cheers. We invite DJs. We invite vendors. We invite the city at large, those that have gifts, talents, business, 
teachers, educated, policemen, firemen, we invite all of them to come out to help us to fill in the gaps. And during these events, we feed the families hot meals for hunger relief on the spot. We provide a grocery bag for hunger relief on the go. We provide gift cards, clothes, food, personal care items, kitchenware items, cleaning supplies, and pretty much general household useful needy items. Now, how do people qualify for this program uh, in July? I mean, do they, do you just randomly pick people from the community or, or do you set it up in certain communities that you're trying to help? We are referring everybody to go to our Facebook page like and follow us because we put our announcement there because with so many people to send out so many flyers uh, sometimes a flyer might get lost or get the flyer might not get processed through the process of getting it to them so we refer everybody to go to Facebook like and follow our page that way they can get our announcements our update and keep up with what we're doing and we both can better communicate and uh, that's our way of uh, serving them better. So in other words, uh, when you do have this program in July, it's for the entire community. So you don't, uh, it's not relegated to one area of the community. It's just whoever comes, first come, first serve. Is that the way you do it? We're doing pre, uh, the new thing we just started this year is the pre-qualification and pre-registration on the front end before the event. So that way, it helps us to serve them better. So when they come with so many people, we can serve them better. They can get processed quicker. Now, the December program, you do one in July and one in December. And I noticed that the program in December, you provide uh, Toys for Tots. That's part of the program. What else do you provide? Now, I noticed also, and I need to like to mention this, is that uh, the Marines help provide toys, the military service, the Marines, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we partner with others to help fill in the gaps. Quite a bit of other corporations, business, men warehouse, Marines, local business, uh, they help us to fill in these gaps. And so... Mm -hmm. You mean gaps with the toys I'm, I'm, uh, or the products gaps you're of, giving out, right? Is that correct? Yeah, with the needs of the communities at large. Mm -hmm. And so they help us by, you know, giving us a little portion here of their resources. And we gather in all the different portions. And that helps us to fill in the gaps at large as far as the city at large and the things the people need. Okay, now, the Marines. How did you get involved with uh, a military group? like the Marines, what, what service do they provide? They help with toys. Mm -hmm. uh, the kids with toys, they give hope to the children, and also the toys uh, help the child to develop. So, uh, and we are so glad to be partnering with them <laughs> uh, to be able to make a difference okay. in the children's lives. Okay. Now, at the Christmas function, Exactly what, other than toys, what else do you provide at that function? And what is the date of it? The date is, is it on December 25th? Yes, it is on Christmas Day from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. And the first half, we're going to be serving the pre-qualified families, which is from 4 to 7, and then from 7 to 8 
8.45, but possibly before 9, which is our cutoff time, we'll be serving the uh, walk-in. So it's a part one and a part two. Okay. Now, this is uh, the location for this is uh, 6329 Daltrey Avenue in Charlotte, right? Daltrey Drive. Oh, Daltrey Drive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I apologize for that. Now, is this a building that you service them out of? You mentioned something about tents before, but I know it's getting dark now, so this it, is evidently an enclosed building facility, right? It is on my property. Oh, okay. And uh, I've been doing it there for 15 years. Okay, so you do it at your home? Yes. All right, so you're still doing your ministry kind of out of the garage situation, but it's just grown outside of the garage now, right? Yes, we okay. outgrown the garage some years ago, and okay. we're so big now, we actually been get the city council regarding a building because I have a large property mm-hmm. facility on the outside, but we're trying to get a building okay. so we can rock the city of Charlotte. Okay, <laughs> I understand that. So how many volunteers do you have working with your ministry now? Usually we have about 20 to 30 volunteers, and uh, our goal is to have at least a team of like 50 to 70 just in case half of them don't show up, you'll have at least a minimal. <laughs> okay. Well, now, how many people do you serve a year, per year? 700 is usually the goal that we usually hit every year. Mm-hmm. And we've been pretty good with keeping those numbers. We usually register 100 to 150 families. It's three in each household. So 100 times, you know, three in each household is 300. And uh, if we reach the goal of 150, that's 450 per event. Okay. So, so you're serving uh, about 700 people a year with both events? Between the two events. Yeah. About yeah, 350 yeah. Per, 300 to 350 per event. We're going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back. The world premiere of the brand new single, I Can Love You Through Anything, by musician, singer, songwriter, and producer, Ken Hardio. I can love you. Featuring Charlotte, North Carolina's very own musician, singer, songwriter, music educator, and producer, Quentin Bethay. This song has a message of hope and healing for people of all ages across the globe. Get your copy now. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Play. Praise listeners, this is Brian Moore, one of your hosts of the Be More Faithful radio show. And I'm Sarah Moore. Please come join us every Sunday on Praise 100.9 at 10 p.m. The Be More Faithful radio show is a half hour of inspiration, information, and entertainment. The Be More Faithful radio show is brought to you by our company, Be More Faithful Marketing. If you want to know more about Be More Faithful Marketing, go to www.bmfradioshow.com. The Be More Faithful Faithful Radio Show's content covers a topic of discussion, the song of inspiration, a sermonette, and our artist showcase, which you can listen to on a podcast on our website on bmfradioshow.com. Praise listeners, put us on your schedule and join us every Sunday night at 10 p.m. for the Be More Faithful Radio Show. And also, if you're interested in the services of Be More Faithful Marketing, give us a call at 704-497-4678 or email us at info at bmfradioshow.com. Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show. And here's Dr. Miller with his special guest. Now, say for instance, I noticed that you have things like food, you clothing, coats for men. You mentioned early on in 
when you first came in that you have suits for men this this year is that part of what you're doing too yes we partner with men warehouse it is a pleasure to partner with them and they provide us with a lot of suits and not only we're able to help through our organization but also we share the suits with some of the other organization nonprofits, mm-hmm. and they was able to help all part of the Big Super Ten, some of the people that was part of their ministry. What about your programs in the sense that you're offering these programs to the community? And I asked this question a little bit early on. I'm not sure if I got the answer I was seeking then, so I'm going to ask it again if that's okay with you. The question was, it, how broad is the program? Is it just for this the community there, there on Daughtry Drive, or do you pull in other communities? How extensive do you reach across the city of Charlotte? We serve the city at large and our neighboring counties that surround our city, like York, South Carolina, Lincoln County, uh, all those kind of So you reach, out, you reach out to all of those, and that's where you get your clients from. The clients come actually from all of those different areas. Yes, we serve that area, and our resources uh, come from both states, North Carolina and South Carolina, because we're licensed. Uh, 5013C uh, legal and recognized nonprofit in both states, North Carolina and South Carolina. Okay. Before we go, I wanted to ask you uh, this. Now, let's say, for instance, I came in as a client. What what things do you need from a client when they walk through the door in order to pre-register and pre-qualify? We just get the basic information, their name, phone number, email, and a need list because we find out what their need during registration, and then we go out and find resources to help them. And they sign the application, and they also have to provide an ID and a utility bill because we serve a certain area, and we want to make sure they're a resident of Mecklenburg County or our neighboring counties. And we don't need copies. We just, they just show it to us, and we check off that we verify. Oh, okay. All right. So I understand that. So you, what you do is pre-qualification period, you make sure that you know what the needs are so that you're actually focusing in on the needs of the families that already been pre-qualified. Yes. And then the ones that come uh, as just walk-ins, those people sort of just get whatever you have. You may not have their wish list but you try to help them the best you can help them. Yes, and okay. the Toys for Tots qualification is a, a separate qualification from the Big Super 10. So when they come, they get help uh, mm-hmm. from us, not only from the Big Super 10 event, but also from Toys for Tots through our partnership with them, which is a different qualification. Oh, okay. Well, that's great then. Now, we're going to be praying with you that uh, mm-hmm. the city will find you a building because... You know, this is a program that's really needed. It seems like you're sowing tremendously into the lives of people. But, you know, I have a question. How many years have you been doing this now? 15 years, going on 16 years, closer to 16 years. Now, that's passion. Okay, 15 years. That's a, that's quite a while. And, and it's growing. Yes, yeah. every year. Charlotte is growing so because uh, there's such diversity moving into Charlotte. And you, know, you are a Charlottean by birth, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, well, there are not many of you left because uh, Charlotte is uh, is a vastly growing city. And, of course, in this case, I think that uh, a ministry like yours is going to have a place in this uh, city for quite a while to come because... 
uh, disparity in income and other things in the city is growing because we now have housing issues, finding affordable housing and other issues. And, and I think programs like yours is really needed. And I really applaud you for doing such a good job and sticking to it. 15 years is a long time to start something out of your garage. And you must love to cook. Yes. And we also provide a resource bag to each family that comes out to the event. Mm -hmm. And we put additional information in these bags in case these families might need the service. And housing is one of them. And as well as coupons, free kids meal, free gym pass, and discounts off of local business services. Okay. I want you to tell our listening audience how to get in touch with you because it's just been good having you on the Faith Connection show with us today. Because I try to highlight and make a connection with ministries that nobody really knows about, but they are making an impact in the city, and you're one of those individuals. So tell our listening audience how to get in touch with you and how to reach you because somebody out there listening today may have a need for the services you're providing. We have about three contacts. Phone number is 704-488-7595, and that's the business phone number. Also, we're referring people to our website if they want additional information and view the pictures and general information, which is www.bigsuper. 10tn.com and lastly Facebook we put a lot of announcements on Facebook and we asking everybody to like and follow us so they can get our updates announcements and not miss any deadline and we can serve them better and we can communicate with them better if they go on there and like and follow our page and it's under the corporate legal name which is the big super 10 event which is our legal corporate name Okay, and that will be held on December 25th, 2019 uh, at 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Of course, uh, the location is 6329 Daltry Drive in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, also, walk-ups are invited, and they can just walk up even if they haven't pre-qualified and uh, still receive services. Is that correct? Yes, they will okay. just need uh, to go to the website, go to forms, and click a registration application, the Big Super 10 registration, fill it out, bring it to us with an ID and a utility bill, and we can qualify them on the spot. Fantastic. Okay, it's been great having you on the show, Belinda, and look forward to visiting your Big Super 10 city at large Christmas. And I hope we're able to get that to the event. And, and if so, I'll make myself known. I'm sure the crowd would be huge, but I would love to see your program in action. Thank you again and appreciate having you on the show, the Faith Connection Show. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a drill. It's time for you to speak what you want to see. And if you win it, then repeat after me. Come on. Every time I turn around, blessings, blessings. Every time I turn around, blessings on blessings. Every time I turn around, blessings, blessings. Yeah, every time I turn around, blessings on blessings. Yes, sir. I see blessings. There will be blessings on blessings. Oh, yeah. I see blessings. Blessings. Yeah. Yeah. 
blessings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be blessings on blessings. Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. Here's an inspirational word from Dr. David Miller. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Well, that's a true statement, but also, so as a man thinketh, is he. And you always got to remember that you have to watch your thoughts, for they become your words. Watch your words because they become your actions. Watch your actions because they become your habits. And watch your habits because they become your character. And you got to watch your character because your character will define your destiny. That's the Word of God for the people of God. This is Dr. David Miller, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Faith Connection Show. We'll see you next week right here across all radio platforms and Internet everywhere. Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, making a connection for you and equipping people to connect with their purpose. Don't forget to log on to the ConnectCenterNC.com. That's ConnectCenterNC.com. If you'd like to reach Dr. David Miller, email theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. That's theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. And remember, never lose the connection to your purpose.
It's time for the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. In the next half hour, you will be inspired with words of encouragement and you'll be motivated by experts in the respective field who have been where you're trying to go on the Faith Connection Show. But first, here's an inspirational word. This is Bawana Miller-Cannon with your word of the day. A few afternoons ago, a young lady stopped by to say thanks. I was just a bit confused, not knowing what she was thanking me for. She continued on to say, last Tuesday morning, everything that could have gone wrong did. She said that I greeted her with a warm smile and confidently said, it's going to be okay, God's working it out. What she thought was the worst day of her life turned out to be just the opposite because she found comfort in the confidence in which I spoke. Ironically, I was struggling through my own situation. The words I spoke to her were intended for my own spirit, but they blessed her in the process. Isn't that just how God works? Just because someone carries it well doesn't mean it isn't heavy. You never know what someone else is going through. Your smile and kind words could be the very thing that changes a person's life. If my life had a voice and told you my journey, you wouldn't believe it. And because of his grace, there's no way you can see it. And if my scars did not heal, and if his love did not, did not shield me, See that
Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show. And here's Dr. Miller with his special guest. We have Fonda Bryant in the studio with us today. And Fonda is a mental health specialist. She actually sits on the board of NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And she's a board member of that. She's also a North Carolina certified peer support specialist. And she is a suicide prevention. Uh, She's certified instructor in that area. And it's just great having you with us today, Fonda. I've been looking forward to having you on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now, Fonda, you're well-respected in the mental health community, and you're involved on so many different levels, even on the state board for NAMI. But I wanted to talk to you about how did you get involved so heavily in this area? Well, I guess my personal story is what brought me to where I am now. Um, 24 years ago, I was dealing with depression, had no idea I had it, and on Valentine's Day 1995, I almost died by suicide. My Aunt Kelly, Aunt Spanky as I call her, my hero, I reached out to her and told her she could have my shoes, which is a warning sign for suicide, giving away things. And, you know, the great thing about my aunt, she listened. Um, She just didn't dismiss what I said and like, oh, okay, she's just having a bad day. She's wanting some attention. She took what I said to heart and went into action to get me some help, had me involuntarily committed. And as mad as I was at her and just the whole situation, she saved my life. Okay, so basically it was uh, your own personal experience that pushed you into this area of expertise. Yes, you know, for a lot of people sometimes they, when they go through something like this because mental health is portrayed in such a negative light that people, if they come out of a psychiatric hospital or a suicide attempt, they just want to bury it because they're so ashamed. But I never felt ashamed of what I went through because I could not help it that I was diagnosed with clinical depression. 
Your brain is an organ. It can get sick, just like your heart, your kidneys, but yet we can recover. And a lot of times, as I said, people separate mind and body and they view mental health totally different than physical health, and it shouldn't be that way. And you've developed quite a career with this because you do uh, corporate meetings, uh, church events, civ uh, civic organizations, and even the Charlotte Police Department. You've done some work with them, is that right? Yes, Chief Putney and I have a very good uh, rapport, and we have police officers that have been trained in mental health and addiction. 40 hours of training called CIT officers. It stands for Crisis Intervention Team. You can, uh, if a relative or someone's in a crisis, all you have to do is call 911, let them know it's a mental health or addiction crisis. They will come out. So I do a lot of work with CMPD and um, Chief Putney has me speaking to the rookie officers of CMPD about taking care of their mental health before they get out in the community because they've been training as rookies and being in a bubble, but it's totally different when you get out here with people who hate you, people who are trying to hurt you. So I go in and tell them the first thing that they need to do is to take care of their mental health, and I really enjoy that. Now, you mentioned something about clinical depression. How many people actually suffer from that? Because what really got my attention was when you said, okay, I really didn't know that's what was going on with me. How many people have this and really don't know that that's what's going on? Well, with a lot of mental health conditions and stats, they're skewed because, again, you have people suffering in silence and they don't talk about it or they don't know that they're dealing with that. But on average, we're talking about at least 43 million Americans that deal with depression. Depression is the number one debilitating disease in the world. Okay. Depression is number one. And it also is a disease that pushes suicide. You mentioned suicide. How many people per day commit suicide? Well, number one, we don't say commit suicide because you commit a crime, you commit a robbery. Okay. When we use terminology for suicide, we say die by suicide or took their own life. But on average, we're talking about 129 people a day, Americans, just Americans, over 22 veterans. And for each completed suicide, there are 25 attempts. So you're talking about close to 4,000 people a day that attempt suicide. And 90% of people who attempt suicide have a treatable mental health condition and stigma. The shame, embarrassment that comes along with having a mental health condition is why people don't go get help. I didn't realize the statistics were, were that stiff and that. I've done several interviews with suicide prevention because it's a real biggie now because there are so many people in our society now that the stress of just everyday living is a lot. I had someone on my show a few weeks ago, we were talking about bullying and, you know, how kids bullying other kids and actually push some of them to suicide. Definitely. That's one of the factors as well. Bullying. You're talking about generational trauma. Again, you're talking about undiagnosed mental health conditions. There's um, societal issues. So there's a lot of different things that play into suicide period. I mean, you have, like I said, 90% of people who uh, attempt suicide or die by suicide, for the most part, have a treatable mental health condition. But you also have that other end of the spectrum where people die by suicide when they get backed into a corner. Like they've committed a crime, 
or something like that. They don't want to face the music. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, looking at going to prison or bringing shame or whatever, they decide to take their own life. But again, I also like to let people know we don't want to die. We just want that pain in that moment to go away. We're not weak. We're not selfish. We're not crazy. It is a true physical condition. And as a person with depression, depression is a thinking disorder. It beats you up. It makes you feel less than. It puts negative thoughts in your head. And it will sit there and tell you you're a loser, you're hopeless, kill yourself. No one will care. And as much as you try to fight that and you're dealing with a brain that's sick, it can definitely push you into the point where you say, you know what? It's right. I'm not going to stay here anymore and I'm going to take my own life because in that moment, that pain we're feeling outweighs the love of our family and the pain of anything we're going to do to take our own life. You mentioned something about generational trauma. Um, trauma. What kind of generational trauma would we be looking for in a person that's going through this? I did a blog. I wrote a blog for NAMI called You Can't Pray Away a Mental Health Condition. And when you look at the history of African Americans from when they took us from our homeland and brought us to the United States, you're looking at post-traumatic stress, you're looking at anxiety, you're looking at depression. And then when they bring us here, we had to conform to how they wanted us to be. African Americans have been dealing with mental health disorders from the beginning when they took us from where they took us and brought us here, and we've never dealt with it. You have things like, molestation. Mm -hmm. You have, uh, as I said, you have generational trauma where it's come from one family member to another. And again, African-Americans have never embraced mental health. So we've dealt with that for a very long time. And we're finally, finally getting to that point where we're finally starting to say, hey, we have mental health issues too. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. The world premiere of the brand new single, I Can Love You Through Anything, by musician, singer, songwriter, and producer, Ken Hardio. I can love you through anything. Featuring Charlotte, North Carolina's very own musician, singer, songwriter, music educator, and producer, Quentin Bethay. This song has a message of hope and healing for people of all ages across the globe. Get your copy now. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show. And here's Dr. Miller with his special guest. So, Fonda, let me ask you, how do you think we can bridge this gap? Because it seems like this is a generational kind of uh, curse, so to speak, because we're not looking what is creating this problem in the African-American community. And what do you think would bridge the gap? Education. Education is the key because you have so many myths out there like people who are dealing with schizophrenia and bipolar. Those two are the uh, psychosis mental health disorders where people hear voices and things like that. And I've heard people say, oh, they have demons and oh, it makes me cringe because that's not the case. As I said, depression and anxiety, those are the thinking disorders. They make you feel bad about yourself. And then you might go to someone who's not educated on it and like, just get over it, just pray. So we really need to educate people for people to understand, again, the brain is an organ. It can get sick. But with help and treatment, we can get better. And I think that's where it starts. You know, the churches need to help us more. We do have churches here in the Charlotte, Mecklenburg County area 
who are doing better with mental health, but we need more churches to get involved. And again, we need people to take classes like mental health first aid to get, you know, to get educated. How would people, I mean, would these classes be offered through churches or other community organizations? What, what is the, what would be the format? They could reach out to places like Cardinal, uh, Novant. They could reach out to Atrium Health. They could also reach out to Mental Health America of Central Carolinas. They will come to the churches like we trained 100 people at a church in QPR suicide prevention. Churches can reach out to any of those organizations, especially Mental Health America, and they can set it up to come to your church, or some people would rather come to the office and take the training they can. But Mental Health America has instructors that will come to your church, train you on mental health first aid, which is a free class. It's eight hours long. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you might have to break it up to two four hour but qpr suicide prevention that's an hour and a half long class so i urge churches and people in our community to reach out to get educated in these classes because it dispels a lot of the myths when you get educated people have members of their own families that are suffering from the same condition but being able to recognize it, it seems key because if you can't recognize what your loved one is going through, then you won't know how to get help or assistance. Now, I do know that you do these outreach training programs yourself, mm -hmm. and it's important uh, for our listeners to know that they can make personal contact with you. Is yes. that correct? Yes, they can. I'm going to have you tell us a little bit later how to get in touch with you and um, what hours and things that you're able to do the workshops. But before we do that, I want to ask you a little bit more because you said about 22 veterans, and we hear a lot about veterans uh, committing suicide because of the post-traumatic post stress. Po right, post traumatic stress. So 22 veterans per day? Actually, it's more than that. The um, VA thinks it's more like 25 to 30 veterans a day. As I said, with the suicide stats, as shocking as they are, they're underreported. Suicide is underreported. You have, like in Mecklenburg County, a very high rate of elderly people that die by suicide. But yet a lot of times with the police... Let's stop there. Okay. Now, what about elderly people? What would push them? Is it they feel they've lived too long or is it just everyday stress? Well, I think a lot of it is loneliness. Loneliness mm -hmm. is at an all-time high right now. People feel, you know, when you get older, you feel useless. People don't come and visit you as much as they used to. You feel worthless. Some of the same symptoms as depression. And when you have isolation and you might be, because you got to think about it too, a lot of these elderly people have been dealing with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. I spoke at a church here in Charlotte a couple of years ago, an African-American church, with about 50 elderly African-Americans, and a lot of them came up to me and told me, I have depression, I have anxiety, I've um, attempted suicide. And they come to church every Sunday, they pay their tithes, and yet they're suffering in silence. It's almost like a football player not wanting to go talk to their coach because they're going to be judged. It's the same thing right. with people going to church. They feel like they're going to be judged, so they don't go and talk to their pastor. And judgmental attitudes seem to be a great deal of the reason people stay in the closet with this is because they just don't want to be judged. And they don't want people to think they're crazy, so to speak, when really this has nothing to do with insanity. It has more to do with the fact that the external 
factors that people are going through that uh, some people are not quite strong enough to cast them off, so therefore they end up pushing themselves into depression. Well, that's part of it too, but a lot of it is we are born uh, imperfect physically Mm -hmm. and we come here with heart problems we come here with diabetes we can come here with mental health issues and also mental health is hereditary as well it was only until i went through what i did i found out that depression runs in my family so we'll sit up in in families and talk about high blood pressure diabetes but we won't have a real honest conversation about bipolar schizophrenia and when you think back a lot of times in your family history you can remember things and you're like, oh, that's what it was. Somebody self-medicating. Uh, and that's not just about drugs and alcohol. It can be about sex. It can be about gambling. It can be about eating. It's been interesting having you on the show. And I certainly appreciate your candor about your personal testimony and how you were able to overcome 24 years ago. And I thank God that you really found that someone was smart enough to see where you were and to help you out of that stupor. Now, I want to come back to another personal issue. You're the daughter of a very famous person, uh, Johnny Taylor, right? Yes, um, that was my father. And actually, that's another side of my family. He dealt with addiction. And Mm -hmm. even though he had a massive heart attack May 31st of 2000, my father, it was well published. He had problems with uh, drugs, cocaine, and alcohol. And mm-hmm. I truly believe my dad was dealing with something, a uh, mental health issue. I just don't know what. But, um, yeah, I'm his daughter. I just wanted to bring it because Johnny Taylor brought all of us through a generation of uh, good times, <laughs> wonderful music, and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, he so, was a great entertainer. Yeah, he left us quite a contribution in the area of music. And uh, I think he would be very proud of you to know that you are carrying on the legacy in one way or the other. Yeah, I like to think that sometimes that if I could have helped him while he was living, that maybe he would still be here. All right. Well, again, it's great having you on the show, and I really thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us because thank you. it was important for us to get this message out to our listeners because You know, we try to connect people with people that uh, need to be connected with. And so I really appreciate you coming out to be on the show today. Thank you very much for having me, and I hope we can continue these conversations. We certainly will. Now, why don't you tell everybody how to contact you, because I, I want our listeners to be able to reach out to you and perhaps maybe book you into their church or their organization, or maybe they got a family member and they want to ask some, need someone to ask a few questions uh, about uh, the condition of their family. I'd be happy to. You can reach out to me on Facebook under Fonda Bryant. You can find me on Instagram at ProudMom72. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at ProudMom72. And you can also, I don't mind giving out my email address, you can email me at Fonda, F-O-N-D-A-N-C underscore 40, the number 40, at yahoo.com. Thank you again. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, making a connection for you and equipping people to connect with their purpose. Don't forget to log on to the connectcenternc.com. That's connectcenternc.com. If you'd like to reach Dr. David Miller, email theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. That's theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. And remember, never lose the connection to your purpose.